Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. Xbox one two three sixty. Xbox one two three sixty. A new day is dawning for DX. And now your hosts, Sean Xbox Wolfman. Well, welcome to Xbox one two three sixty, everyone. <laughs> All right. Jeez, back to ended up going to call it normal, but <laughs> back to feeling good this week. Hey, first, like I just like uh, right off the bat. Uh, for everyone that sat through the show last week, I just want to thank and apologize to everyone at the same time. Um, and and it, not just everyone, um, you know, out there watching and, and listening, but um, also like high spots, you know, uh, and, and, you know, they bust their ass and, and, and went through a lot to put on a hell of a show for everyone at, at WrestleMania weekend. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, I, there was a couple glitches or whatever, mm-hmm. but like I'm just bringing my negativity last week to the show and like venting about little issues I had um, uh, was bullshit. Like I didn't need to be doing that, and like I just I came in here last week. I shouldn't even have come in. Like I was like legit mon- last Monday. Like oh, like I felt like I was gonna die. You, uh, you were really sick. No, yeah. like beyond. Sick. Yeah, I was like I was fucked. Um, uh, and you know, like I had to stay an extra day in New York, just in my hotel without leaving my room, uh, just so I could get on a plane to come back here. Uh, but I just felt like if I came in last week, um, I don't know, it was stupid. It was stupid. <laughs> like I could risk getting people sick, um, and it was just, you know, I. I thought maybe okay i could come in here and once we do the show and get flowing you know uh and i start talking about what a great weekend it was and what a great week wrestlemania week was for me like it would get me out of the funk but no way no Mm -hmm. way it was awful and like it continued um just you know even after the show with my my girlfriend like if if she's telling me i need to go see my therapist then it's like <laughs> holy shit you know it's okay. true love right there yeah um yeah so uh, to the guys that i had the six man with 
those guys, you know, they're not at the same level of experience as I am, you know, and and uh, and they went out there and they did the best they could, and uh, and things didn't go how I wanted them to, and uh, you know, yes, there were some issues, hmm. uh, but there's issues with like all kinds of matches I've been in, like on a much bigger scale than that, and uh, I don't know, I was just last week I was in a real. Shitty headspace, and uh, and I and I want to thank those guys for being in the match with me, all three of them, and well, no, and my partners, and uh, and I want to apologize for bringing negativity to that, uh, you know, to just inserting it into something that was such a great, you know, uh, a great fun. It was a fun occasion. Mm-hmm. It was great, and it was an honor to be a part of it, mm-hmm. you know. And so what they they played the wrong X Pac song. Okay, I'll get over it. Um, Jesus Christ, sometimes. Me. <laughs> uh, you know? So I, I just want to get that out of the way. And um, and those guys, they, they they did a good job. Yeah, it didn't go exactly how I, I wanted it to. So, you know, um, poor me. <laughs> <laughs> the response it's was... not all about me. Jesus Christ. There was plenty of positive responses to the episode last week as well. The people were very... People were very interested to hear just where you were at that moment. Where, okay, where your head's That's fine, yeah. but I got and, and and I appreciate that. But when I have people uh, on Twitter, and and okay, you can go, oh, it's just Twitter. No, mm. but it's Twitter, and, mm-hmm. and not everyone on Twitter is an asshole. Um, you know, going, man, uh, it was really hard to sit through the show last week because of just the negativity, and I get it. Mm. And I was like, almost like. I wish you wouldn't have. Like that's one, like the biggest show of the year I could do, right? Like mm-hmm. the, after WrestleMania, well, you know. And usually show. does pretty good numbers for us. <laughs> yeah, and there I am, you know, shitting all over every goddamn thing. Because <laughs> 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 it was great. It was a, you know. Anyways, it was a hell of a weekend for wrestling. Yeah, and 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 I can, and I'm just gonna go find out all, all the negative shit. <laughs> Well, well I, I, I wanted to ask. Now that the the weekend is, is over, did you have, did you have a chance to actually watch some of the stuff that you had missed? Yeah, I did. I watched. I already told you that earlier, Mark. Yeah, I, <laughs> Mark, you're funny. I'm setting up. Set up to knock it out. Uh, yeah, no, there was a lot. Okay, so when you're part of a show, uh, like a show like that, it's really hard to watch the rest of the show. You know, I. So I missed, you know, I and, and it caught me off guard, the whole, like, you know, universal title change <laughs> at the top of the show. I think it caught more than just me off guard. So, uh, yeah, but I was happy. You know, I want to congratulate everyone that deserves congratulations, like Kofi, all those guys. I haven't, I never got a chance to, to like, sincerely congratulate them because I wasn't able to, to really get a good look at, Mm-hmm. At the matches, mm-hmm. you know, and and wow, you know, uh, Kofi uh, and Daniel Bryan, like for that, doesn't matter for for when the match went on. Boy, the heat, the the the, the you know, you could just feel it. 
you know, watching it, you could feel it. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I've heard you say before that when it comes to outdoor arenas, the noise just sort of goes straight a up lot and, of times, yeah. and, and doesn't get trapped. But for that, you heard yeah. every single person. And, and, and listen, and listen to the crowd. Go back and watch the match and listen to the crowd and listen to, okay, in between stuff where normally, even in a great match, um, when there isn't that much, um, you know, emotional equity in the match, uh, emotional investment from everyone, like, you know, you're going to have dips in the crowd reaction. Nothing. The crowd was just livid. They were just, you know, at a fever pitch the whole time, you know, and that's what you that's what you want out there. That's what, like, you know, uh, you don't let the crowd die. The, no, the, the noise, you always got to keep it going. And that was a perfect example, at, especially that late at night. Mm-hmm. And, and the crowd had already seen so much. And, and there's still so much left to see after that, right. even more <laughs> yeah. so. Like they accent, they accentuated yeah. almost each hour with just a, a one of the major championships. But even then, none of the matches in between felt like a break or, or you know, ev- everything right. went at a very strong consistency. So yeah, uh, like not going into a WrestleMania review here on the no. show, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to like just. Say all, you know, congratulations to everyone. Like, you know, Becky, everyone, Seth. Um, well, actually, all the ladies, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, in that main event. And uh, um, who am I missing? Ryder uh, and Hawkins won. Yes, all those Tony Nese won. Yeah. So. Um, uh, Usos. Wow, yeah. the Usos. Oh, wow. Yeah, those guys. They're just on fire. So, <laughs> uh, okay, let's keep, let's keep the show moving. Into oh, positive no. notes, let's talk about some news. Do yeah. you want to? Um, yeah. Well, you, you've seen the uh, MVP TED Talk. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. MVP did a, I think it's called, When Do I Stop Being a Criminal? Mm-hmm. TED Talk. Yeah. It's available on YouTube. Please go check it out. I think it's like 35, 40 minutes total. Is it that long? Yeah. But okay. it was really interesting. I loved it. Yeah. Well, see, I know, I know, I know his story. Um you know very well, and I know the things that he's been through, and I'm I know the things that he talked about, and in, in that, you know, I mean we've had long conversations about those things, and uh, I'm glad he got that out there, uh, and it's it's something I care about, you know, um, it's as I'm not a felon, I'm not a, um, you know, uh, convicted felon. I've been charged with felonies in the past, uh, drug related. Uh, you know, thankfully, like that. You know, anyways, mm-hmm. not to get yeah, off on yeah. me because you know, but just saying, I can't even imagine. You know, um, you know what it's like to have to like, you know, you get out and um, you're supposed to have paid your debt to society, but that's BS. Because as long as you're still paying, you it's. You haven't paid your debt. Like, you st- it's like they, you know, and I got, like, I have a brother. I, I Sorry, I don't want to go off into. Anyways. <laughs> it's your show. You yeah, well, I know, but, like, sometimes, like, I forget that I'm talking to a lot of people here. And, you know, I might spill, like, personal, mm-hmm. you Understood. know, yeah. shit on people like that. 
you know, I shouldn't be talking about. So well, I you've gotta, never I been pull it back in a convicted bit. of a felony, but you've had issues in the past, yeah, and you've definitely jail. been in headlines. Yeah. Is that something that comes up for you where you feel like I paid my debt? No, Jimbo. Yeah, okay, so those things come up, right? You know, somebody might Google me, and some of that shit might still pop up. Mm-hmm. Shit that I didn't even do, right? Like, like the meth yeah, of LAX. Thing. Yeah, all of that. Uh, but I would never, ever um, try to compare anything I've been through to what a convicted felon uh, has to deal with when... After they get out and have supposedly paid their debts, society. Mm-hmm. so uh, please watch that. And you know, and and it's just you know, and these issues may not affect you at all, you know. But like, it's still like it, there are, you know, we care about these things. The know? the TED Talk platform is so unique. Everybody, it doesn't necessarily matter where the person comes from but people go oh new ted talk yeah and so when it's such a compelling story as mvps is it's even even greater yeah. mm-hmm. that he was given that platform like titus o'neill had one yeah. a little while ago that that was great exactly. um and it was and so we can have like not to interrupt but we can yeah. have an you know as a society a conversation of well maybe there are some people that never deserve even if they get out of prison never deserve their those rights back and we can have that conversation you mm-hmm. know like you know I'm not you know um, you know child molesters like things things of that nature I could the worst of the worst exactly so alright enough of that because I don't want to you know like, let's stay positive here yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, I mean uh, the MVP does positive yeah. things the positivity you know? is he's yes. come so far to be able to tell right. the, his story and hopefully motivate people to not fall down the same paths as him but Give people a chance to open their mind and give yes. someone a chance. That might be a felon yes. that you might have been standoffish before, but now yeah. you see, oh, they have paid their debt to society and they are moving forward and this is helping them move forward in their yes. life. But now let's see how many more obstacles we can put in their way. Yeah. That's how about we how about we don't do that? Actually? I believe it was just Florida that they gave felon, felons the yeah. right to vote. No, I don't want to get off. Oh into yeah, that I was just because, saying. Yeah, that's a whole other thing there where they're trying to you know, anyways, mm. there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> That's right, and this is a wrestling, and I name it Happy Happy Show. <laughs> so, all right, should we move to to Booker and then? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's... let's go happy with this. So Booker T and his reality of wrestling has made a great deal. Yeah, Impact Impact Wrestling announced this morning that they are going to be teaming with Booker T's Reality of Wrestling to do a show in Houston in July from the home of Reality of Wrestling. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. And it's it's sort of bare information, but it's going to be just a crossover of both schools of talent, and it, it's going to be great for all of the students of Reality of Wrestling. Yes. And is the Impact, the Impact roster, um, do we know what that looks like right now? They they gave a list, um, uh, or the you you had it. They, okay. uh, it's probably uh, like Brian yeah, right Cage, yeah, okay. the Rascals, yes. the Lucha Brothers, Johnny Impact, Brian Cage, they, Taya, they're saying, Van Damme. Yeah, they're saying Rob Van Dam. Uh, okay, nice. Yeah, Killer Cross, Eddie Edwards, Moose. Yeah, and they they say that in the the knockouts as well. So it it's a pretty pretty big thing for a wrestling school to get tied to a national wrestling company. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully this is just the beginning of more. Interesting. It's interesting uh, just because of the 
the current uh, working relationship Booker ha- still has with WWE. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, no. It, it always seems like with reality wrestling for him, though, that it's the the school comes first and the talent comes first, and as much experience as yeah. they could get is is beneficial for all of wrestling. Yeah. Also, the reason why I asked what the Impact roster mm. looks like right now is because for a while there, it's I was having a little bit of a hard time distinguishing the Impact roster from the MLW roster. Does that make sense? Yeah. Much easier to distinguish the two now, right? Yes. Okay. And that's a good thing. Because I think... Especially AW and then ROH and like there are there, yes. it's kind of, it's become a bit of a buyer's market that everyone has kind of had to lock down who they have and don't have A A W A E W sorry A E W that like that there are enough there are enough A A W throwing contracts I don't know man I have a five year deal with them thank you well speaking of A E W they had two signings they signed Darby Allen and they signed Sema from Dragon Gate to their. Exclusive contracts okay. for yep. them. That's great. Hopefully, they'll be at Starcast. If not, they'll be at this fight show that they're promoting in uh, July. F- uh, Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Which is a parody of Fire, Fire Fest. Fest. It's it's going to be yeah, a I gaming tournament and wrestling show. Which uh, Kenny Omega did with Capcom last year. He he brought some talent in, and it was the same sort of a thing. But it was a Capcom fired. Yeah, event. they were at but the Daytona Beach Con- Ocean yes. Center. Yes. Yeah. They are back there. They're going back for that it's, uh, same uh, venue. Oh, I no, believe. it's it's the same event, CEO. Yeah, CEO, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's still CEO, but they're calling the wrestling portion of CEO oh, Fighter okay. Fest. <laughs> All right, well, that... But it was... Just seeing the logo, it's so ridiculous. But they're making a huge... They're making a huge push to... In, in jest about the Fire Fest, because they're spelling Fighter, F-Y-T. Yeah. And then they're they're knocking up the, knocking up the logo, but it's going to be... The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and then Pac and the Lucha... Lucha Bros. Yeah, Lucha Bros. Yeah. And then Cody versus. I don't know if it's versus because he's still isn't he still healing? He might still be healing. I'm, it's, yeah. There he's on a poster next to another person. We next don't know to if that's actually, Yeah, that's uh, we don't know if that's actually a versus. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. I, I imagine that'll probably. Uh, imagine I'll do better than last year's, and last year seemed to be. Yeah, it was last year. Good, right? it, it, was it, seemed, it was different. A lot more people were there for the for the gaming tournament, but. Yeah. Um, much like Xavier Woods, Kenny Omega has such a huge following when it comes to gaming, and he has gaming sponsors. So that is, world is getting closer and closer and closer to each this, other. Is this a festival? Like, it's not just an AEW, right? It's the CEO game mm-hmm. yeah. thingy. Uh, any chance that uh, Xavier would be at that? I think that there's there's always a possibility uh, when they they did a stare down or they did a, a it was the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus the New Day in Street Fighter last year and it was one of the most entertaining <laughs> yeah, things I ever. All that. Um, and now Up Up Down Down has an actual championship belt, so I think it would be interesting to introduce that into the into. The, there's always a chance. They they don't necessarily announce any time that they show up and see each other, but yeah. it's not like Xavier would show up on being the elite or anything like that. And there's cool. always there's always the chance that Xavier wants to do it, and the WWE says no. Mm-hmm. Right. There's both chances. I yeah, last year the the climate was mm-hmm. a little different than mm-hmm. it does now. Things have changed, a Tad. <laughs> Quite a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Dark Side of the Ring? I think I think yeah, we should. We have to. Not to go back into the negative parts of pro wrestling, but there's this great series on Vice right now. Mm-hmm. They've done two episodes. The first one was Macho Man. The second one was 
Brody. Bruiser, Br- Bruiser Brody. And then tonight, if we're airing Wednesday, tonight will be the Montreal. This week. This week, sorry. The Montreal <laughs> Screwdrum. Yeah. And I think it's, what, a six-part? I think it's eight-part. I think it's an eight-part. Moolah is one of the other ones that are, one of the other topics that are upcoming. The most recent one was the Bruiser Brody one. Yes. What did you think? I, there was no, I didn't really see any new information. Hmm. So, like, that's all stuff I remember playing out, like, in real time. Hmm. You know, I was just getting into wrestling. Well, I was just starting the wrestling portion of my career. You know, um, yeah. Whew. You know, like forever. No one will go to Puerto Rico, right? Yep. Yeah. So, um, still a little infamous. Yeah, and I don't buy uh, Abdullah the Butcher. I'm not buying it. His I uh, wasn't at that meeting and all that crap. Like, yeah, no. Even Tony calls him out on that. And <laughs> says he's lying about yeah. that. Yeah. Own your shit. <laughs> I, I this series has been getting a lot of news, but I think equally A and E announced that they're going to be doing six new biographies on on wrestlers. Similarly, they had an Andre the Giant and a Hulk Hogan one. They're both very well made, and I think it's really interesting now that we're in a time where wrestling biographies are becoming a thing again. WWE does great stuff for the network. Chronicle, 365, mm-hmm. um, amazing stuff and amazing stories that sort of like blur the line of storyline and reality. But when it comes to this stuff, it's just more of that. Similarly to the TED Talk, it's just providing that uh, platform for these stories to get out to people that don't necessarily have them. Yeah. yeah. Also, a documentary is... A documentary not produced by the WWE and put in their put in their um, I don't want to say formula but put into their platform. If it's on Viceland, there are people who watch Viceland that don't watch wrestling. That it actually uh, and will watch a documentary about Bruiser Brody or like we'll just watch a documentary on Viceland because that's what you do on Viceland. That this this tells a story to an audience that didn't hear that didn't hear the story. It's not just like a, a Bruiser Brody would never even exist today. You know, mm. uh, it's just so. I, I just can't imagine it. Just like nobody coming up like him. Well, just you know the reputation he had, and like sometimes the difficulties, and you know, like just going in there, and you know, uh, sometimes running through guys in the ring like that. Like you can't do that anymore. Like you can't. Like no one will want to work with you. <laughs> you know, it would be very interesting to see where he would have landed today. What what his career would have been like by the time he would have been the greatest wrestler in the world that wouldn't get that couldn't get a goddamn bucket, hmm. just to be honest. Because yeah. his his legacy is still seen in the current roster on Absolutely. across the world. Yes, it's it's remarkable. Yeah, and and it was just it's and like that how he how he uh, carried himself and handled his business and all of that and it served him well. It just didn't serve a lot of other people well at times, you know. And that's but and and kind of like that's for him to be that successful in the way, you know. Like, I guess I understand that. You know, I understand that. It's just I can also understand why other people wouldn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that you would want to get this Viceland platform to tell their story? I don't. No. No. 
Okay. No, that's not like because and 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 it, it was really good. It was really well done. Um, and I didn't see the Macho Man and Elizabeth one. Yeah, so I don't know. I saw that Lanny participated in it. I'm not sure what his uh, uh, opinion is on the finished product. Because you know how Lanny's very sensitive and defensive when it comes to anything having to do with his brother. And I understand and I don't blame him. Um, so, yeah. No, I guess what I was trying to say is like, I, I try, I'm trying to be like the, you know, I kind of want to be the one that shines a light on the dark side, hmm. thing, like in that way. Like I don't want to tell the dark stories anymore. I mean, maybe that—that's a great mindset, though. Yeah, yeah. Like they—they they happen. Uh, people want to hear it. And the I get stories it. are out I there. I get it. It's yeah. just it brings you to a dark place. You know, there's a lot of play. Like it's just like when in regards to my autobiography. Like, yeah, you try like having some of those. You know, like. For me to write that and, and, and tell those stories, I got to go back and revisit all that shit. And that's a real yeah. fucked up place to go. You know? So, um, yeah. Like, try to be positive. <laughs> I'm going to have to eventually do it, though, because people, want, you know, and it's important to me that my story's told properly. So, all right. Where uh, were we? Well, <laughs> speaking of positivity, the War Raiders from NXT got called up to Raw on Monday night. Yep. Mm-hmm. They are going now by the Viking experience. Yes. And Warbeard Hansen is now uh, Ivar, and uh, Roe is Eric. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, there was a bit of an uproar on social media, and a lot of people are still... I get it. Okay? It's not ideal. Uh, however, it's not even close to uh, as bad a name as they could have given those guys. <laughs> uh, and number two is... Uh, The creative process put behind their push is the most important thing, not what you call them. Mm-hmm. You know, giving them a good storyline, uh, like, you know, following through on it. Just all these important things um, are so much more important than um, whether they're called, you know, Viking experience or, you know, um, whatever, the war rate, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, so yes, I get it. It's not mm-hmm. ideal, but let's. It's definitely not the hill. I think people should be dying off. <laughs> no. Okay. Did you get a chance to work with them while you were down at the PC? I interacted with those guys, okay. and they know I'm fans of, the, of them. You know, um, I'm fans of all those guys. Yeah. You know, um, so let's. It's not the end of the world here, everyone. <laughs> Mick Foley tweeted something like, if social media would have been around back in my day, I'm sure people would have laughed at mankind as well. And even the name Six and like Roadie becoming Road Dog and all these name changes. So it's like what you make of it. It's what you make of it. Like, okay, if those guys go out there every week and they just crush it every time they're out there and it doesn't, the Viking experience is in in two months going to be the greatest name ever. It's like like I'll, I'll I'll go back to the Goldberg thing when Goldberg was like, you know, he'd come up to Scott and I one time and you know he's like trying to think of a name. Uh, what about the hybrid? I was thinking about calling myself the hybrid. I'm like, eh. It's not like it sucks or anything, mm, yeah. but like, what's what's your, what's your real name? Oh, Goldberg. Uh, that's a, 
it's not cool. It's cool if like you're cool and like you go out there and you kick ass and all of a sudden like you know Goldberg is cool and it was. Yeah, it's two syllables. Everyone can yes. say it. <laughs> Chant it. Yeah. All yeah, sorts of stuff. It's, they're, they're, people try to come up with names like that that work that well. And, and he got he got real he lucky. Yeah. And when it comes to the Viking experience, if people are are if that's their thing that they choose to, so, yeah, to talk about, I almost I almost I almost think we're talking too much about it. Because, well, I was, I was well, just going to say a, that everything if wrestling is that good that that's the thing that people tend to if that's the thing that people are like latching onto. Everything's pretty it's damn not good like right they now. Called him, it's not like they called him the Viking experience and then had him go out there and lose their uh, debut. Mm-hmm. They won, right? And it was a great match. It was a nice match. Yeah, it was yeah. eight-man tag. Yeah. And it's not like they called up the Street Profits and made them the Viking experience. Like There, there are worse things. I do agree. There is a positive spin to this. Montez would rock that, though. <laughs> Maybe they could have been... I don't know. Well, I was about ready to like, say something really stupid. Going to call them the Street Vikings. No? <laughs> I, I would like that. We have a new faction. We have a new faction. Oh, I love it. Well, so, you were someone sent us the creator wrestler screenshot. Uh, another name change was Punishment Martinez is now Damien Priest. Yes. Damien Priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, there's going to be good things coming from Damian Priest. Well, you experienced name changes throughout your career, and when you were one to three kid, after a while, you hated it, right? You I hated it from <laughs> every second I was the one, two, three kid. I hated being called the one, two, three kid. Hated it. Did you ever suggest any alternates? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just a kid is what I wanted to be called. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wasn't happening. You know, and at, at some point you just have to go from "I hate this" to acceptance, and the quicker that happens, the better things will be. You know, um, so yeah. And six, I was like, eh, it's not the worst name ever, but no. it's like eh, it became you iconic. And, and, and a lot of times, it is that it's not your idea that mm. you know. That's kind of a sticking point in people's heads. Is it's not their idea, and that's, you know, I remember I was, I really wanted to be just keep the Lightning Kid name because I th- I thought I did such a great job of establishing that name, you know. <laughs> so, and I did to a certain extent, about as good as you can, you know, with no huge platform. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, name changes and new names, and you know, people getting used to names. That's a, th- a thing, and it's, you know, it's like putting on a new pair of shoes for the first time. Sometimes. And, and that's the th- there's a lot of people that are watching Raw that may have never seen the War Raiders or them as War Machine, yeah. and this is this is their first thing, and they're like, that's real badass. Yeah, Viking experience. Yeah, I'm about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I know you, you said you didn't want this to become a result show for WrestleMania, but I just wanted to ask, was there anything else from the weekend that you want that you got to go back and rewatch? Um... I thought Hunter did a really uh, um, I thought he did a hell of a job in there with Dave Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that was a fun match Uh, yeah and it was a really tough spot Uh, and that's Paul though like man he'll go in there and he's not gonna let okay put us in like this really tough spot like it was they went on 13th yeah 13th of 16th yes so uh he doesn't let that get to him. And he's... I don't think there's anyone as good as Paul 
when it comes to taking somebody that's nervous as shit and even panicking out there in the middle of the ring mm-hmm. uh, and calming them down. And I know from experience because I've been that <laughs> nervous blowing up a, a guy in the ring. Like we had a match after he, um, after Paul turned on me at WrestleMania, and then we had a singles match and he beat me. And after that, they gave me this big push, right, with Kane and, and all that. But, you know, we had to establish Paul then. But, like, we had the singles match, and it was in Providence. I think it might have been some backlash, or I don't know what the fuck. But, uh, you know, we took it for granted, and, like, we could, we got plenty of stuff to, we could put together. We worked with each other a million times. And then, you know, next thing you know, we get to time for the match, and we really don't have much. And Paul had to go out there and, like, you know, call everything to me. And, like, you know, I got in panic mode at one point. And he talked me through it and calmed me down. And, um, yeah. So. When did you get to that point for other people? Because I was at that point then. It was, okay. just, on it was that, just that particular match. On that particular match that night. Yeah. I came in unprepared and, you know, uh, yeah. You take things for granted. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like some people going up on stage for their Hall of Fame speech thinking they're going to crush it because they're really good on the mic and then getting up there and shit in the bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to name names, but some people have done that. Mm, you don't have to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not also, me. I'm not yeah. even talking about me because I didn't think I was going to go up there and crush it. Like, I'm not, you know. You came in with purpose. You did what you needed yeah. to yeah. do. You had fun. Well, it was a whole, good time. A Hall of Fame speech isn't a promo either. Right. So for someone to walk in and think, oh, it's just a promo. It's like, no, it's, <laughs> it's a speech. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, okay. Wow. Those guys, I thought it was pretty good, man. They, you know, uh, and, and Paul stayed the course, and, you know. It, it ended up, it took a little bit. They, it took a little build for that, Uh and and the people ended up starting getting with it, mm-hmm. actually, because like, you know, it was very it was laid out in such a such a smart fashion. You know, all the little things they added in there, like the little pull the nose ring out with the plier, like little <laughs> things like that. You know, that was that was iconic. Like not yeah. not only for the the entrance, but that's something that you yeah. could always remember from the match that you've probably never seen before. Yeah, and that was for, I think that was the very first time Paul had even been in the ring since. Uh, I mean, not even taking about no, well, no, no, Saudi Arabia uh, since yeah. he tore his pec. So, like, yeah, I think he didn't even know. Uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't even know how it was going <laughs> to go out there. And, and it worked out as well as it did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, where else were we? Um, We're slated to just talk about anything from the WrestleMania weekend that stood out to you positively, either from the WrestleMania card, did you the NXT TakeOver card, perhaps, if you've caught any of that. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I, <laughs> not, I, I would have to go back and, yeah, no, I think, yeah. Well, with the Superstar Shakeup, we got some more people officially on Raw. Lacey Evans is officially on oh, Raw. Oh, let's talk about Lacey yes. Evans. Because, um, you know, the first time most of us got a chance to see her, uh, besides, I mean, I know she was in May Young Class mm-hmm. and all that, but, like, Really, like, was it that when the, the Royal Rumble? Rumble right? Yes, yeah. she came out first at the Royal Rumble. Yes, and that was just like that wasn't a, it wasn't good to do that to her. And like you know, there was a little couple little bumbles in the you know like 
the opening spot they tried to do, and like mm-hmm. all eyes were on them, and it was just a, not a good situation for her. Um, and I thought like she, I thought they did a really good job with her. I, and and you know, some people like it's it's funny because there's some people that's not a heel gimmick. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, and. Uh, and a lot of people it is, but um, so like I, I just think that like okay last night she did a good job. She showed like okay they to me that that like wipes away all the you know the this the ick feeling I had from seeing her like. At Royal Rumble. Well, and I also don't think it helped that you saw her no- come out number one at the Royal Rumble, and that was January. Yeah. She had been announced in December, in, like, the first week in December, and then they did the gimmick where she would just walk out and then walk back in, so you never actually saw her work other than that one time in the course of, a, like, six months. And that's, yeah. And then, like, after that, you know, mm-hmm. they have her come out and keep, keep doing that. But I get it. And and now, like, after that match, I thought she... Good, strong showing is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Good, yeah. strong showing, Lacey Evans. Good, strong showing. She's, yes. She's going to be a wonderful opponent for Becky Lynch yeah. moving forward. Yeah. So I love that finish. That's all. That's the, all. Yeah, the, oh, the that women's finish. right. Is the, that what she calls the, it? The straight, the straight punch is the woman's right. I just think she should stick with that mm-hmm. for the most part. She yeah she had um, a, gra- like, a grapple move but once she had well, that that was it but and, she also and did it's the fine salt. to do the moonsault did thing the moonsault. but I wouldn't count on that all the time especially like it takes one time for you to slip and and you know eat shit on that and then you're back to thinking about things like falling on your butt in the opening spot at Royal Rumble mm. so not that I not that I think she shouldn't keep the moonsault thing but like I wouldn't. Yeah, don't rely on that every match. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, that and, should be. And in her honestly, arsenal. like when she hit the punch, like if she would have covered right then, one, two, three, like the mat, that would have been a good finish too for me mm-hmm. because that would have been faster and it would have been, you know. Also, it's a good it's a good finish because anyone can take it, and it's a, and it relies on you and, really, and it relies on your opponent. It relies on your opponent to sell more than it's just you're gonna you're gonna screw up. Uh, you're gonna screw up the right. The women's right punch a lot less than you're gonna screw up jumping up to the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, good for her though. Yeah, good yeah. for her. I'm really excited for where where she's going. Yeah. Did they make it clear of her challenging for just the Raw Women's Championship? They, That's my guess because she said I'm on Raw and I want that Raw Women's title. Okay. Did she say that specifically? Yeah. Part of me feels with the women's tag titles that they would want the women's tag titles on SmackDown and then just have Becky be one well, champ. They'll, they'll probably. Also establish a number one contender tonight uh, on SmackDown, and then for Money in the Bank, Becky will have to wrestle twice. Mm. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I think it, I don't. Know. I mean, Seth Rollins did it Night of Champions a couple I years know. ago. So. Yeah, she's the man. She could wrestle twice. Yeah, I, no, but, I agree with that. I just she'll, she'll probably enter herself in the Money in the Bank match and win that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a crazy pay per view. I do like that. I just think while you have both belts on one person. You could, you should at least explore the idea of just having one woman's champion travel both shows and then one ha- women's tag champ travel both shows. Explore that idea. Maybe not do it. Yeah. Um, who who else joined Raw last Cedric night? Cedric Alexander, but he didn't 
debut. They just showed a package for him. Mm-hmm. Eric Young didn't debut, but they showed a package for him, and now he's split from Sanity. He just he showed up in a graphic of all of the people that were moved to Raw. He was just there on the end, and Killian Dane tweeted about how you know, he'll miss Eric and he'll miss Alexander Wolf too. So it puts Sanity, or at least those three guys, in a weird position. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Miz came out in the opening segment. Yeah. Was it blood? Yeah, he got blood. busted open. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. Andrade. I don't like to see like anyone getting hurt, but it was a it was a nice visual. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andrade and Zelina Vega are now on Raw. Um, Alex- Andrade looked good and solid in his match uh, out there. Yeah. Um, then it, um, Alistair Black and Ricochet were confirmed for Raw. Yeah. Um, the Viking experiences we talked about. Rey Mysterio, um, who was then interrupted by Lars Sullivan, who presumably is now f- set on mm-hmm. Raw. Um, Naomi tagged. I could have with- done without that on Ray. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I don't know. Like, it was just another beat. Uh, like, I could have, I don't know. And I don't know. Ray's always been so iconic as a SmackDown guy, too, that put, putting him on Raw isn't necessarily weird. I would have liked to seen him. F- Fuck somebody up that was like a bigger person stature wise, mm-hmm. maybe. And then and then Lars comes. Maybe then Lars comes out. No, I'm but talking about okay. Lars. Oh, yeah. sorry, Someone Lars. Else big. Yeah. Oh, okay. Him not, coming up doing like a showdown with um, obviously not Braun, Braun. but like mm-hmm. oh, or a showdown he's, with Braun. Yeah, he's a, a big down. He's a big boy. Um, the Usos, uh, Naomi tagged with Bailey to take on the Iconics. Yep. And um, so they're just kind of moving forward. With Bay- they're just going to go, okay. There was a backstage segment earlier in the sh- or yep. before the show where Bailey was trying to get a hold of Sasha. The Iconics made fun of her, and then that led to this. And I thought they covered it nicely on commentary. You know, not just not just forgetting about Sasha, but you know, mentioning her. It's still even, a part of the story. Even acknowledging the you know she might be going through some things. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the, the also, hey, let's talk about Sami Zayn's. Oh, amazing promos. Yeah. Back-to-back weeks, amazing promos. Did anyone not see that coming? That Montreal would would take to him or just that he... No, just that he would do the, you know, get the people going and then shit on him? No, of course. If if this was his first promo back, no. But since that's the person that he presented himself as, oh, sure. Well, I mean, what's better than than poo-pooing all over your, your hometown, really? Yeah. It reminded me of Edge. Edge had done that in Canada once, mm-hmm. where everyone loved him and then instantly just turned it all back on, like, yeah, I'm supposed to be the bad guy here. Brian, Brian Pillman <laughs> did that at ECW Arena, too, that he, he turned up and everyone loved him, and then he went out of his way to cut a promo on the entire arena. <laughs> I loved Sami Zayn doing the Olay chants, though. Yeah. That, was, that was fantastic for me. It took me back to El Generico days. Why, right, why would it do that? I don't know. I don't know. That's right, weird. Um, but, well, the only, the only other thing was AJ Styles was the big... Um, announcement moving from Raw to, or from SmackDown to Raw. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I. Well, that's a good get for those guys. <laughs> it's, <right>? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's huge. The guy who carried uh, SmackDown, the, carried the WWE Championship over SmackDown for it's one of its longest modern reigns. Like you you associate. Like I don't, I don't know if I think AJ is only like worn red at WrestleMania once, and it was only like an accent color. Like AJ is mm-hmm. just a blue 
a true blue wrestler. And when it comes to his attire with how he does it and being so associated with SmackDown, that it's it's just weird to have him on the red brand. It's it's interesting. Not necessarily weird, but it's interesting, and it presents a lot of new opportunities for opponents for him. Yeah. All right. What else are we missing here? Um, they announced a special on the WWE Network for this Saturday where it's the Shields final, yeah, re- final reunion. I don't believe whatever match they're advertising they've taped, so I'm looking at their schedule. They're in both Springfield and Madison on Saturday night, yeah. and then Friday they're in St. Louis. My, my guess would be they'd tape it in St. Louis Friday. But I have yeah, no idea. The network the next day. Yeah, there's been a lot of interesting stuff on the network. Hey, so anyways, I'm uh, I'll be at uh, River City Con, uh, Wrestling Con. I think it is coming up on June 29th. I just found that out, mm-hmm. and uh, also I'll be back, heading back to NXT mm. in June. Well, that'll be great. Yeah. Uh, extended stay, a couple days. Don't okay. know. I'm gonna do a couple weeks. Oh, oh very wow. cool. And. Uh, We'll figure out what to do with the show. Then. <laughs> We've yeah. got time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to coming back down to NXT and uh, getting into some, you know, whatever I'm going to be doing down there. Well, you, you came back very energized yes. from, from the whole situation, so it's it's always great. I mean, I know what I'm going to be doing down there. I just don't feel like <laughs> not disclosing. Right yeah. But it's it's it, it was great to see the energy that you came back with from there. Yeah. Well, you feel like um, when you when you go and you do something, and like you see, like that, I go, okay, it result. There, like, there's results. Like things happen at work. Like, okay, they bring you in, and like, you know, something good comes from it. Mm. It's not just okay, we're gonna bring the guy in because he was in DX, and you know, he's one of our WWE legends. And, you know, but like, they bring you in with a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm going back. So that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's cool. And I get in August coming up. I'm, I'll be at Steel City, Steel City Con. They just had one mm-hmm. actually this past week. So I wasn't at that one, but I'll be at the next one. That's in Pittsburgh. By yourself or with anybody else? I don't know yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You said River City Con. There are a couple guests there that you know pretty well, right? Yeah, Scott and Kevin there. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was a little bit All right. Well, yeah, that sounds... Right. Sounds like that, a show. That's, yeah. what, that's what we got. Hey, uh, yeah, so I think that I think that's a good show. Yeah. yeah. And then we, hey, real quick, hey, uh, pull the music back down just a little bit. <laughs> um, everyone, like, give, uh, what's, you know, what's, what's going on? With you. Marcus, what's going on with you? <laughs> you can, well, you can find me on Twitter, Mark B. Donaga. Um, I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> put me on the bloody spot here. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm producing a whole bunch of stuff here in California. Um, there is a chance that this might be my last show with everybody. Um, I good hope stuff. so. Fuck. <laughs> Was I that bad today? Um, but uh, there, there's an opportunity that I hope to be able to talk about soon. Um, and for just for more on that, like I've, it, in case this is my last show, this has been an absolute honor and privilege to work with Sean. Sean, you're one of my favorite people in the world, and that was before I met you, and it only got better Thanks, after Marcus. the fact. You don't have to have such an asshole to you. <laughs> That's part of the job. That's part of the job. Um, but but either way, it's been uh, e- like I. That's the wrong way of putting it. 
<laughs> treating me like an employee, yeah. like God forbid. Right. Um, but but <laughs> getting to know everybody associated with the show has been an absolute pleasure, uh, folks. Present, past, and past and present. Um, TK, Christy, Johnny, uh, Denise, who's who's just uh, not here this week. Uh, Bill Hanstock, every, everybody who's in, in present company I included. Saw, I saw TK this weekend. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? And I was with my girlfriend at the Black Power exhibit downtown at the Broad. Yeah, the, the she's super busy. Yeah. Also, so that's you gotta you gotta get there by by, being, yeah. by seeing TK. You got a big get. Yeah. Um. But yes, thank you to everybody who. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Follow good. Sean on Twitter at the Real Xbox. Follow me on Twitter at Jim with the Booth. Subscribe yeah, we, to the YouTube yeah. at youtube.com slash xpoc. Yeah, we're gonna get some different content going we're up good. on YouTube. We're Excited we're about get it. some fun stuff up there. You can find yeah. me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. And Denise at underscore Denise Salcedo. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us again. And like, sorry about last week. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Sean Waltman, producers Mark B. Donica, Jimbo Frank, and the entire Xbox 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow Xbox on Twitter at the Real Xbox and email us at Xbox 12360 Show at gmail.com.